TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? Everybody, welcome to episode 87 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Tyler. I'm Brooks. Dan. And with us uh, today is Tim uh, from the Idea Men and Dog Fashion Disco. What's welcome, going Tim. on, guys? And no, he is not the Tool Man Taylor. So, uh, I'm more of I'm more of an Al kind of guy, actually. <laughs> Some people call you Tim. So let's just get the puns out right now. Let's there we go. Last next one. I get Samsonite all the time as well. So <laughs> I'll, take it. I'll take it, man. Why not? Wow, you're old. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> Look at all these screens. I don't know what these kids are doing nowadays. <laughs> I'm you. What was that? Well, just I'm just <laughs> so, uh, um, Tim, uh, idea men have come up on a couple of uh, previous podcasts. I think uh, when we were talking with uh, Kevin from uh, Tubring and uh, when we were talking with uh, Nebo from Downtown Brown, I figured we may as well get uh, an idea person on the podcast. Hey, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So uh, thanks um, for joining us. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. Thanks for having me. Guys. Thank you for allowing us to exploit your fame for our benefit. <laughs> you, I would use that term fame, fame. very, very loosely. Fame. You missed you missed those. Yeah. Apparently, all it <laughs> takes to make you show up on a podcast is to sing yeah, a band like, three times. There so. we go. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden. <laughs> and then, then Eddie, then Eddie comes out of the mirror and cuts your head off. <laughs> yeah. I think they made a movie about that. Hey, don't give them any ideas. They would love that. <laughs> right, right. So, um, idea man. Uh, I actually had to do some like Wikipedia searching on this, regardless of like how long I've known you guys. And, you know, we played, mm -hmm. you know, plenty of shows, well, uh, two shows together. And, you hey, know, uh, <laughs> uh, we run in the same uh, Midwest band weirdo circles and stuff. Gotta click. And, right, right. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, so Idea Men is started, uh, what, 2006, 2007 around there? Yeah, about 2006. Um an old band that I was in, Duct Tape Mustache, just broke up. And we used to do shows with a band called Solvox. So Mark, Dave, and Phil were all in there. And uh, yeah, after that, I'm like, you know, I kind of have these songs. I want to do something with it. And we ended up just jamming in a basement. And didn't really even intend to kind of play shows. I'm like, I just want to put out a really good EP, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, started that and just kind of kind of went from there, man. That was... That was, I think, 2000. Yeah, I want to say about 2005, but the it actually didn't come out till about 2007 because around that time too is when I got a call that DFD needed a keyboard player. So I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna have to kind of put this on hold for now. I oh wow! Did that so you were with DFD a while back. So this recent uh, coming back, like being with DFD now, is uh, kind of you rejoining them. Right, right. They, uh, for adultery, when that came out, um, it ended up breaking up like six months after that. So it was a very short stint, but we were in the process of recording progress, um, the EP. And then I went on tour for a summer with them. And then the band just kind of fell apart. So I'm like, oh, well, it, I've still got this going on. So I ended up just heading back and doing the idea man thing. Right on. Awesome. Well, mm -hmm. both yeah. are 
like two oh, of my favorite projects. Mm-hmm. And and like I, I've said before, you know, when we were on the road with uh, uh, Downtown Brown and uh, Psycho Stick, uh, Idea Men came up regularly uh, among both bands as like our favorite bands. Because uh, especially, that, man. man, Schemata was uh, a masterpiece. And uh, I fell in love with uh, Idea Men with uh, the album uh, Interesting Times and actually found you guys mm-hmm. through... Um, uh, through oh man, what's what was the Scrabble service? The Last FM, like randomly, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you Last, guys popped up on right. a Last FM uh, stream for me, and I was like, mm-hmm. damn, this is fucking good, awesome man, yeah. So yeah, that was that was fun. That was um, yeah, yeah. So I I, I appreciate that man. <laughs> and we played. <laughs> that was when did we play our first show together? Was that in Madison? That, was, yeah, uh, that was in Madison. That was twenty thirteen. I want to say. Okay, so I, I don't think Schemata quite. No, it was right I, I before it was, Schemata. It was right, right. That one was a was another long one. It uh, kind of took a while to to actually get that one out. Um, yeah, I remember talking to time. Mark about it, and and uh, Mark saying Schemata is a little bit of a different direction and stuff, and I'm like, oh god, you're making me nervous because Interesting <laughs> Times was so fucking good, and then Schemata yeah, yeah. came out, and I was super super happy with it. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think what was different about Skamata, it you could hear everybody's little influence more on that one. Like, um, it was definitely more of a group effort, and uh, uh, all the loops and the different sequences you hear in there. A buddy of ours who actually mastered it, Alex, um, he ended up doing that stuff too. You had uh, you had Miller. That was the first one he was on, and oh, really? it just every yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was it was kind of a Frankenstein of just every everybody's positives going into that album, you know, and uh, yeah. Oh, the lights went out. Oh, right? Jesus. Yeah. You, oh, my. You got, you got I was like, there, I thought I thought Jasmine was fucking with me, but I realized that it was my <laughs> my camera light, which isn't plugged in. So I ran out of batteries. Ooh. We're in alone in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Are you afraid of the dark? There we or go. You, there we the go. And the, and the shrimp spake, let there be light. <laughs> so, 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 Tim. Yeah, go on, Brooks. Oh, uh, I was going to say, where are you based out of? Uh, based out of Chicago. Well, okay. it, it, Hammond, Indiana. Oh, like, <laughs> Every time, like a lot like the organ. It's, it's still Northwest Indiana. And, and uh, it's we just say, dangerously close to Gary, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, it's the next time over is Gary. Nothing about bad things from Mm -hmm. my summers in North Dakota, so. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah, I I actually used to live in Hammond when I was growing up. I lived uh, right on the Illinois-Indiana state border in Hammond. And there was a school across the street from my house that... I lived in a in a garden apartment, so that's you know a fancy way of saying an underground apartment. Um, And... uh, (laughs) I, I guess I must have been probably eight years old. And it, mm-hmm. the hospital used the school's parking lot across the way for helicopter landings. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> my, it's pulling together, man. My best friend's parents were uh, drug dealers. And oh. um, I woke up in the middle of the night one night and <sighs> saw, like, through the windows that were high up because we're underground uh flashing like light flashing uh on the walls of the building next to mine and uh, mm-hmm. went out up front and uh, turned out that the neighbor's car had been firebombed 
Oh, the old the old Hammond fire bomb. Yeah. I know all about that. Yeah. I've yes. Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's kind of a it's kind of a ritual Ooh. here. You know, how, you get about how, seven of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's happened. I grew up in a neighborhood where we could leave the front door unlocked, and uh, you know, you could always just go in and borrow a cup of sugar from your neighbor. Everybody loved <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hardcore. I come from the the hood. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes nothing but but fond memories of my oh, hammond youth oh gorgeous gorgeous <laughs> gorgeous hammond but but in short yeah chicagoland area um i've been kind of bouncing back and forth between indiana and illinois the past few years anyway but um mm-hmm. uh mark dave we're all on this side um phil miller actually for a while was up in wisconsin oh really um yeah yeah he was up in kenosha for a while so those rehearsals were were definitely a drag for him hey dude we're you getting together? It's like, ah, fucking it's a two hour drive. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But, I, I, um, yeah. Chicagoland area. Yeah. So that's okay. two bands where you've got members kind of just like fully remote. Like how, right, right. how, uh, do you manage the band practices in, in both cases? Um, it, we, in DFD, we really don't practice until we have a show or a tour, you know, you can't Todd's down in Florida um jay and uh wendy they're in baltimore and uh depending on who's drumming you know because john yeah. john will occasionally do a show or a weekend but he's got a family doesn't do the tours you know sure. so we all just kind of but baltimore is the hub for there we all just kind of fly in and uh and do the little rehearsals there before whatever's going on so god damn mm-hmm. yeah yeah and as far as idea men uh it kind of changes you know <laughs> it's like we'll have like three people and then we'll have four. We very rarely have everybody together. <laughs> Even sometimes before a show, we're like, hey, let's, I guess we're winging it. See what's going on. So <laughs> give, give them what they want. I don't know. But uh, it can, it can get difficult. Yeah. With, uh, you know, everybody's life and what have you, mm-hmm. being an adult and, and regular jobs. So. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I guess that kind of brings me to my next question. Why idea men not go everywhere? Why not? How come? Why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> I we, this yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's it's a money thing. I mean, shit. It, you you know how it is, man. You can't really survive. Uh, you know, you got rent, you got you got mortgages, you got a bunch of stuff. So it's it's hard to do that. And as far as that, uh, we don't really have a touring van right now. Ah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tried to do a little bit of cash for that. Didn't end up doing it, but. Um, but yeah, I think I think lives just get in the way and we're we're fine with it. You know, it'd, it'd be nice to get out there and do that. But you kind of just got to roll the punches, you know, it just makes things so, so much more difficult for fans like me who Oof. end up moving so far Oof. away. And mm-hmm. well, we like might an, not ever play shows again with, uh, you know, what's going on now. So yeah, I think everything's going to be streaming, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Online shows. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. How about it. Mm-hmm. Live stream that shit. She's breaking right, through right. a, a JCPenney and play a show in there since they're going bankrupt. <laughs> there you go. JCPenney. Sears is another one, right? Sears? They're yeah. they going under? Oh, the Sears. Uh, yeah. I Sears, still, I mean, Sears, Sears has been going under for the last decade. Let's be honest. I kind of thought that. Yeah. It was like 20 years ago it was going under. Right. Like, just, just let it die, man. It's just, yeah, I, 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 worked, I worked at a Sears about 10, about 10 years ago and it felt like is you know we get rumblings like oh no like we don't know what's happening now <laughs> yeah, yeah. bought up by other people and it's just like yeah you guys are just going to keep dying for the next fifteen years of slow yeah. and painful death right it's right like yeah. one of those slow mo deaths in like a really bad action movie <laughs> <laughs> oh, what you say oh. like wrenches wrenches flying down and just in slow motion. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. mannequin body parts yeah. kind of right right yeah <laughs> ride lawnmowers flying it out in the background <laughs> that'd be funny like you see you see like parts of the mannequin just slowly like deteriorating like is that missing a limb last week i swear to god that mannequin had arms and just just stump before it closes that'd be fucking great mm-hmm. that'd be amazing mm-hmm. yeah i'm oh, amazed well just closing i'm amazed I don't that there are so any good, mr roebuck <laughs> Uh, i'm amazed that there are any department stores at all anymore like just no one does does that anymore no no it's it's shit i mean it's everybody shops on amazon it is yeah there's gonna be no stores at all anymore it's unfortunate but it is it is the truth Mm -hmm. i did like nordstrom because i do have in-house tailors but like you know, I don't actually need mm-hmm. to have that at a store I shop at. So sure. I think a lot of stores too use that just for, it's like a giant billboard. They know they're not making any m- money on it, but it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's, you know, people aren't coming in, but it's just, it's advertisement in a different way. You know, yeah. they're like, Oh, yeah. I can walk in there. I mean, I'm not going to buy anything, but Hey, there's a, there's a giant billboard right there. I'll go online and buy something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Most of, most of them do have their own online shipping and everything. You can buy everything in the store that you can get online. It's just, you go in, you can try it on if you are getting clothes or anything like that. So God, I, I, I do sound old, don't I? Hey, you <laughs> more to stores? What's going on? <laughs> Damn CDs these kids don't listen to anymore. <laughs> yeah. Rock Boston would <laughs> Movie? You know, a few years ago, I bought stock in a company called Enron. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we should touch on a bit of the news. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this past week, we've seen two real uh, hard hitting deaths. Um, one right after uh, the, the news came right after the podcast last week. Jerry Stiller, Jerry Stiller. Uh, passed this past mm-hmm. week, uh, who was absolutely fucking hilarious. And um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld said that uh, in that uh, on Seinfeld, he was pretty much not scripted. They just let him go. And he was always on. And uh, yeah, it's he was great. Um, He actually he wasn't the first uh, Frank, too. I think there was a few episodes first season mm-hmm. where they had somebody else oh what, really? and uh yeah i'm not sure like why that happened if they had to go back and do a reshoot but i've I've seen episodes where like wait i've seen this before and that's a completely different frank and then i read into that later there was a, a previous frank and huh. are you not going to go with jerry stiller you know yeah i can't imagine mm-hmm. anyone else playing that that role it's mm-hmm. just yeah, too especially, too especially perfect the festivus episode yes. that my dad Every every holiday season, he's just like, I'm gonna get that metal pole, and I'm like, All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bone to pick with you. Yeah. Right. And then the the grievances will begin now. Yeah. <laughs> and then but, uh, uh, yesterday, Fred Willard too. Yeah, after that, yesterday yeah, we got Fred news of Fred Willard was out of nowhere. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew he was old, but yeah, and I, I didn't think he was that old. He uh, he's, he was 86. Yeah. He, yeah. Sharp as fuck, man. And yeah, when when it, people are that witty, like same thing with Don Rickles, like how how old he was and how how sharp he was for like Jesus. Yeah, he was what like in his nineties when he went. Like my mm-hmm. my brain's gonna be mush by the time I, <laughs> if I make it. But there's no fucking way I'm gonna be that quick, you know. Yeah, it Fred Willard. Uh, it, it was all those Christopher Guest movies are some of my favorite movie comedic mm-hmm. movies ever. And oh, yeah. it just it, it's so so sad. And he's uh, a prolific voice actor as well. Um, and, uh, it's just so, so sad to see him go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it was wild because just this week, um, I was, 
we were introducing one of my roommates to Christopher Guest movies, and I was so we watched uh, Best in Show, followed immediately by For Your Consideration. God, so uh, good. <laughs> yeah, and and then uh, and then two days later, the guy, you know, out of nowhere, this the Fred Willard dies, and I'm just like, fuck. I have to, I, yeah. I can't so watch this any is more your fault. That is all your fault. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, <laughs> what's insane is I, I knew that, like. I knew he was older, but like I remember, I've seen him being used in like in uh, or he's been in multiple different things lately, like fairly recently. He was he played a big role in Space Force. That's yeah. not even out yet. Yeah. Like, yeah, and he was in the promotional stills and everything. And I was just so I never really even thought that he was on his way. And then boom, yeah. Know. And uh, mm. apparently, he is. Uh, uh, I guess kind of one of the statistics in that. Uh, uh, he lost his wife a couple of years ago, and uh, uh, statistically speaking, uh, if uh, you your partner dies, you're you're not far behind, uh, especially at, at that <clears throat> age. You're you know mm-hmm. when you're getting up there into your 80s and in, into your 90s, if your partner dies, uh, statistically statistically speaking, you're you're coming up on it pretty soon anyway. This yeah, is why I'm never getting married. Cause, I mean, <laughs> you'll, you'll live forever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> Had a few close calls over the last two years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this is why uh, the sooner Jasmine dies, the better for me because then I can die sooner. Right, right. Be, I feel that. Brother. Good way to look at it. The millennial way of looking at things. Ryan. You know, there's there's too many of us anyway, man. Just yeah. help us out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. Coronavirus is just doing a, a little drop in the bucket right here to <laughs> right, the world right. population. <laughs> Uh, until uh, until Elon Musk has to go to Mars, right? Oh my or God! So creates that fucking spinning interstellar thing that he wants to build. I don't know if you've seen that at all. I have. Yeah, the, basic uh, stuff that they're, like, they're going to be doing with NASA. He's soon. gone insane. Yeah. My how my opinion has changed on Elon Musk over the past five years, even. Yeah. <laughs> like the Musk a friend of mine um, started a power metal supergroup called Raptor Command. A few years ago, and now, it's, how is this, how it, how is it a supergroup? Like the they're all members of I mean Asia. not not mainstream That's, major you know power okay, metal okay, bands, yeah, but yeah, yeah. well known mm-hmm. regional power metal right. bands. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and uh, so uh, you know they got together to do an album as Raptor Command, which is nothing but songs about Elon Musk oh, and singing the praises <laughs> of Elon Musk. And now we're seeing what 2020 Elon Musk looks like. And mm. those songs haven't really aged very well. Ah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, Are they going to do I another mean, album? He did <laughs> it, 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 denouncing the Musk. Number as a name, so. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, now, what would, his what kid's would, name. Kyle. Yeah, his yeah, name's Kyle, okay? <laughs> well, when, when Kyle... You have to scan it with like a barcode to read it. It's like a... <laughs> Yeah, he's a, a QR code reader yeah. on your phone to read his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when when the translator comes there. sentient, we will then exile Elon Musk to Mars, which is oh. then how in 100 years when he returns with his robot army, the Earth is finally doomed. So, <laughs> mm. Kyle's going to be wearing his shirt at all times that has a QR code on it. And when you scan it, it takes you to uh, it takes you uh, to uh, Tesla's website to buy a car. Gives you a yeah, right. The child was just another form of advertising. <laughs> it's a now, biological billboard. Be? 
What would, would you call would you call his fans muskets? Oh God! No? Like the followers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a total musket man. You come out with those, like the exact opposite of what you know what he is. Yeah, get primitive. Um, I'm right, a musket. Right, Soon right. they're going to have to be changed to the musketeers because there's only going to be three left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If he keeps going the way that he is, I mean, certainly his board is not fans. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He was trying to pull out, right? He was yeah. like, "I'm going to uh, going to Colorado or where else?" He was saying, and Texas probably Wait, wants him. Dare you guys to Every, arrest me? Everyone mm-hmm. is looking just super thirsty on Twitter when he was talking about moving uh, Tesla and all mm-hmm. these like governors or small, you know, jurisdiction uh, you know, political leaders are in his DMs tweeting him like. You know, Texas will totally take you. Absolutely. Come on out here. Yeah, no, yeah, let's go. We'll, we'll change could, the Houston Rockets to the Houston Musk. Come on. Come on. We got you, buddy. I, Changing I, sports I, teams I, and no, I I muskrats. There we go. Muskrats, even better. All right. All right. I could see them moving here, uh, specifically to Mesa, considering that uh, we still have quite a bit of uh, automotive R&D going on out here. Every every so often, if you're drive, driving on like the uh, the northern part of the 202, um, you'll see some cars wrapped in a bunch of shit. Yep. You know, like the Enterprise. When I was a kid, I was like, how do they drive those Enterprise will pick you up commercials? It's like, it's like, well, how do they know where they're going if the whole car is wrapped up? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, and uh, he... So I think he's being sued for... The impact that he's had on Tesla stock, because in the past he's made kind of cavalier tweets that have dropped directly impacted the stock price on Tesla. And uh, he was ordered that any time that he was going to tweet something that could have that effect, it has to be cleared by the board. And so recently his tweet of i think tesla stock price is too high and it instantly dropped (laughs) i don't understand what he was going for there like what can you expect other than that that actually happened like what if it was a weird rich person bet you know like and an an undisclosed other rich friend was just like hey how much power do you think I have? Well, I don't know. What if you said some talk some shit about the company, about that company you, you got, and, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how, how bad it goes. And he's just like, "All right, watch me. <laughs> I will bet uh, with this hand of poker. I will bet uh, three hundred points of stock." Ah, fuck! Mm, I yeah. lost. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> that's how that's how all billionaires talk, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yes. If, if trading places burn some money behind me, yes. if, if trading places taught me anything, it's exactly that. That's exactly what it is. Right? <laughs> they all they all have the Habsburg jaws too. The ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Winston, I grow tired of hunting the poor for sport. (laughs) (laughs) The poor are too easy. It's time to go after the middle class. Yes. (laughs) So what else has been going on this week? How's, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, Arizona has opened up. I I doubt that any of my cohorts have ventured out for any significant means. Um, I'm going to work. 
Uh, how about really, uh, no. how about you, Tim? What's uh, what's things looking like out out your way? Um, it's still pretty much the same thing. There's uh, it's just you know, regular businesses as far as uh, you have restaurants and stuff like that, but they're not. They're just doing takeout and delivery, but uh, you know, dine-ins, nothing. Still no theaters, none of that. Uh, Indiana's different. We're in Lake County, which is pretty much Chicago, so we're doing whatever Illinois is going to be doing. Um, I think they're starting to open up some other smaller ones, like Porter County and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, same old man, just just looking at the watch, being like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Arizona decided to open up completely, basically. Uh, yes, restaurants, barbers, water everything. parks, water parks, Ooh, water parks. That'll be a good one. Yep. Essential business, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, the chlorine, the chlorine will kill the the corona, right? Oh, Most likely. Yeah, I, so. I mean, yeah. honestly, so uh, I saw a news report uh, where they were talking with a, a doctor who said, "Yeah, I mean, most likely the the chlorine will wipe it out, but that's not really." The only concern it's that you know you've got people forming in lines and and things like that and i'm making a making a joke so yeah sure sure but Just, you're uh, also right yeah yeah the chlorine you, does wipe it out right why you does can, it you joke can about wear, <laughs> covid19 yeah, right right you, you can wear uh chlorine tablets like garlic to stress words like hmm, you know and just gone, foul virus <laughs> and, and instead of a spike through the heart you just have a, a bleach tide pen <laughs> that's, that's a really good idea yeah <laughs> Just just kind of, I don't let don't let him on the slides. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, get him away what, from the kid. <laughs> what's um? What do you do uh, as your day job? Um, I actually am a delivery. I oh, okay. work at a couple of restaurants, so I'm I haven't really noticed much right now. I'm actually kind of picking up a little bit. So sure. Uh, yeah, I work for a couple of refer- uh, restaurants and just you know deliver. So do that. Uh, Doing the contactless uh, delivery and stuff, and yeah, yeah, we got some of those. Uh, Throwing a bowl of the at someone's house. That's all it is, right? There you go. It's like Paperboy. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned everything from Paperboy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you got to do this, like the the Italian thing <laughs> afterwards. You know? Right. At right. the at the end of every route, you have to do the BMX course. <laughs> right. Right. I'm getting good. I'm getting really good at it. <laughs> So, um, but aside from that, uh, uh, um, aside from that, just, yeah, doing some, some more demoing, um, right now, as far as the idea and stuff, we have, we have about 10 songs that are, they're structured, you know, we got, uh, we got the, the framework for them, but still got to color in with a bunch of different stuff. So we got that. And then Jason is sending me files with new DFD stuff. Nice. So in the future, yeah, we're going to, I guess that is going to be we're planning on doing an October tour. We were supposed to do a June tour and obviously what was going on, you know, so that got scrapped and it's got booked now for October. So hopefully, you know, that could be going on and uh, looking to get that record out by the end of the year. I think, I think sometime maybe December is what we're shooting for, but yeah, still working on stuff, you know, right on. Uh, Mm -hmm. How about, uh, and uh, this question is for everyone. What, what media have you been consuming this week? Media. Um, let's see. Well, Sunday is the day usually where West. I, did you guys watch Westworld? Of course you did. Uh, I watched, I the, watched first the first season. season. And got really bored okay. and halfway through season two. So. Yeah, I, <laughs> right. I, I saw part of the first season, but I just I kind of would rather just watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. Um, that first season yeah, that was, of Westworld was amazing. Yeah. It oh, it's great. It's great. 
I was a little disappointed uh, this past season, but um, that was usually my Sunday ritual. And then uh, I was telling Ryan earlier, there's the the last dance is the uh, the Jordan, the uh, mm-hmm. the 90s bull era is it's on today. So been doing that. Uh, speaking of, um, we were talking before about uh, Frank Costanza. They had Ben Stiller on the Netflix show. It was Have a Good Trip. Have you guessed seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. yeah. It's fucking great, man. Um, okay. It's like drunk history, you know, just people doing acid and telling stories and doing animation over it. But uh, yeah, Ben Stiller's it, was really good. It, it felt like a really nice PSA for all those like suburban moms whose kids totally. are in their car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's okay. Your kids, your kids going to be fine. Here's some celebrities you trust. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I started watching that uh, the other day and uh, it was, uh, I really enjoyed uh, what I saw and, and who I saw mm-hmm. on that. It was a really interesting collaboration of people uh, just talking right. about their trips, which is fucking rad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. I watched uh, I watched so I've been having a Saturday ritual of uh, watching a good movie and a bad movie and uh, <laughs> yesterday I watched with uh, me and Kalos we watched uh, um, Mad Max Fury Road as the good movie yeah that was a great and movie then, oh, it was fantastic and it's, it, oh, it's, it's so beautiful I love you George Miller uh, but as the bad movie we watched uh, <laughs> The Last Airbender <laughs> That's oh a no! Great movie. What are you talking about? Oh no! <laughs> uh, it was so. I've never seen it before. I've I'm never not seen Sham it. No. Yeah. Sham No. Sham No is like uh, there's no in between. There is like, yeah. a handful of movies like wow, this was a really fucking solid movie, and then it's like oh, he's gonna put out shit, put out shit, and then he'll hit you with something that was good. You're like, yep. I don't get it, man. There's no in between. Yeah. I just don't understand mm-hmm. what he was going for with the last Airbender. It I just felt like. He I don't forgot understand. how to make a movie. <laughs> I don't understand who thought that that was those were the best hands to put that movie in. That's this guy true. who's known for incredible ups, always with a twist, and mm-hmm. incredible lows, always with a twist. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> Let's give him this much beloved, well-known property to make a live-action feature out of. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like he way, was saying "fuck you" to everyone who was watching it because, like there were deep cuts of that first season that the movie's about where they obviously had seen the show at some point, but then they say avatar Ong, <laughs> and it's, and, and, and oh, they get everyone's names mispronounced in Soka, Soka, Soka <laughs> and avatar Ong, and half of the people are saying avatar and the other half are saying avatar correctly. Oh. And it was just like, they didn't ever watch this movie to see, make sure they did it right or they did it intentionally. And that's, I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> yeah. I have fortunately not seen that movie, nor do I think, uh, mm-hmm. I ever will even on just like a, Hey, let's watch a shitty fucking movie, you know, mm-hmm. kind of night. Um, well, and when saw, you do the good and bad movie, theaters, it was a lovely experience. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's like, fuck you guys. No, wow. That movie. It's sucked. Uh, no, uh, when you do when you do the uh, the good and the bad movies, do you do you take a gamble which one you're going to do first, or do you have a okay? We got to watch something no, we, great. We start. We do a palate cleanser. We, so we right, do the bad right. first, and then the good after to make us feel better. Right, about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's a, a five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not. Oh good. my yeah, god, five percent. You know what? Another. I tried watching uh, the Jay and Silent Bob, the new one. Oh, the re- got, yeah reboot. Or, I got through for like five minutes of it and I'm like, hey, this is, I don't know. It's me personally. I don't mean to offend anybody, but it was another one of those where 
yeah, I couldn't even couldn't even do it. So I watched all of but, it. It was exactly yeah. what I expected it to be. Right, you know, right. like mm-hmm. it was the exact same thing that Jane Silent Bob Strike Back was. Like it's mm-hmm. it's nothing but in jokes and uh, right. you know mm-hmm. pull it, back the film. Yeah, pretty yeah. much basically. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, and I'm a Kevin Smith fan. I, I dig his movies, you know, but that I dig one just his like movies I, that he, I did clerks and, uh, right, I right, right. Did Dogma. you like red state? Red state was I, outstanding. I love that's Tusk as well. Tusk is it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of when I had a newfound respect. I'm like, Oh, I shit. This is amazing. Yeah. You know, that he could do this stuff. I yeah. just like mm-hmm. watching directors torture Justin Long. So <laughs> ah, there we go. That's your <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they recently mm. did like a um, a documentary, like released a documentary on Tusk on uh, YouTube, and uh, it's great. Mm. It's Ooh. really, really Who cool did? to watch. That's another A24 movie. That studio's just puts out awesome shit oh, constantly, yeah. man. Yeah, absolutely. Great indie films, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, mm. A24 and uh, so A24 did um, Uncut Gems as well. Uh <laughs> Excellent movie. And it's incredibly <laughs> painful movie to watch. <laughs> it, it, it gives you a heart attack. Like, yes. <laughs> within the first five minutes, like yes. I've never had that much anxiety before, man. Yeah. And I don't um, think I've ever had as much respect for Adam Sandler as an actor as I did oh, right, after watching yeah. that film. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's decent, man. You know, when he's not directing his own movies and that type of shit. But uh, well, uh, I watched the Happy Madison movie last night. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> uh, just came out on Netflix. Uh, the Wrong Missy. Oh, I have not heard anything I've about that. Never heard of yeah. it either, but um, it, um, was, it was like uh, Adam Sandler uh, decided that James uh, Kevin James Spader no. uh, uh, was uh, he's like, well, you've been like sidekicking in a bunch of my movies recently. Like, let me give you a lead role here. Wait, James Spader or David mm-hmm. Spade? I'm sorry, David Spader. I, I, I was going to say those are. <laughs> Very I'm different, a, and I'm trying to imagine any James relationship that Adam Sandler <laughs> yeah. has with James Spader. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah, Spade. that is wrong not something act. I expected you of all people to get wrong, Brooks. <laughs> hey, man, it, it's been a long day. <laughs> you, you can call a spade a spade, okay? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, every like. So it got off to a pretty like you know. Okay, start. It was like, all right. Uh, oh, I have Madison film. Okay, all right. We'll see how long this lasts. And I got about ten minutes into the movie, and I was like, you know, nothing like maybe they've maybe they're maturing as a film company. <laughs> and then and then someone gets like some like blunt force trauma, and I was like, nope. Uh, yeah. it's one of these <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he does. He started doing those movies more with. Uh, I mean, he's got kids, so he's definitely a family dude, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, with uncut gems and, uh, shit, what was the one that he did? Uh, punch drunk love was oh, great. Punch drunk you know? love was absolutely mm-hmm. so Click. good. Mm-hmm. Click, as well. it, Click is yeah. okay. Um, it was cute. It was cute. Like it was, it was cute, adorable. but I mean, it was like, sad as fuck. <laughs> sure. It was so fucking but, sad. But I would not mention punch drunk love and, mm-hmm. uh, uncut gems, uh, in the same breath as click. Uh, like the, he really showed that he is an extremely competent actor uh, and dramatic actor in Uncut Gems and Punch Drunk Love. Um, there's, you know, in Click, it's it's definitely not his worst film, 
Uh, I think it's the director too, actually. Like you can take any actor. If you have a decent director, you're going to give something out of them. You know, you can have a great actor and a shitty, like fucking Leo in, you know, Titanic, or have you seen De Niro in shitty roles too? You know? So I think, I think you're as good as your director and uh, yeah, Safety brothers are just fucking awesome. man. so, after that, I went back and watched some of their older movies. I'm like, I get it. I see their tone now. Yeah, I don't know that so, I've yeah. seen uh, any of their other films. Another A24 movie, uh, Good Time, um, with uh, fucking Robert Patterson's in it. Um, but same thing. Like, when the first 10 minutes, you just get anxiety. It's yeah. one night of, like, a like, like a bank heist <laughs> kind of gone wrong. And you're like, oh, shit, here we go. I'm in it for the long haul, you know? <laughs> and then... Then going back to the palate cleanser, like, all right, I need, I need to feel better about myself. Let me put on jackass. Let me watch a guy get kicked in the balls for a bit. And then um, Uh, Punch Drunk Love is um, Paul Thomas Anderson. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, his stuff is also very, because he did uh, Magnolia before that. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, all of those are very... Art, we're, there will be blood. Yeah, you're yeah. going to get the best performance out of the guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm going to unpopular opinion here. I hated There Will Be Blood. I did oh, really? not really? like that movie. I get, was, I get why people say that because without that character, you go, okay, it's just a movie. I mean, he did, he did make it, but I mean, I thought it was solid. I just did not, I'm, and I'm a big fan of slow burn movies, but that movie mm-hmm. felt like a, a movie that just continued slowly burning and never really. <laughs> Like there was a minor uh, yeah, climax, yeah. but it wasn't. It was a boil. It wasn't. It wasn't. A, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was, it was a, a simmer. simmer. Yeah. I, let's not give it a boil. Simmer. Absolutely. The movie had absolutely no payoff. That is. Yeah. <laughs> the, no, I agree. The, right. The payoff's supposed to be the end scene, and it affected me. I mean, I, I I was blown away by it with the the bowling scene, fucking murdering that dude. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's like somebody drank Tyler's milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, the intent was to bring the boys to the yard. <laughs> They're like, it's better than better that. than. Oh, OK, that's what it's... <laughs> <laughs> Dan, mm. have, have you watched any television this week? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. The only thing I've watched in the last week are UFC fights. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> Yeah. Why? <laughs> Dan's love I mean, for violence is. <laughs> I feel like I was that. noticing I mean, that about him. Yeah. Every time, I don't know. Like I've told you, I enjoy watching some sports, <laughs> and he was like, every time I mentioned, like, yeah, I watch football. You're like, what? Why? No, I know that you're a football (laughs) fan. Specifically, UFC is where I get confused because I see no appeal to UFC, especially seeing the machismo that is born out of it. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I hate UFC fighters, but I enjoy watching UFC fights. There's a difference, right? Mm. Like you, you get to see those people get beat up. So yeah. <laughs> right. like, mm-hmm. almost almost all of them have the fucking cross and angel wings tattoo on their back. If they're, from <laughs> East, if, if they're from East Asia, instead, they have a demon or a dragon. Like it's all the same <laughs> fucking thing. Um, except there was one Polish dude the other the uh, last night who had uh, uh, a tattoo of Vegeta on him. That was big thing. Got a spit take there. I mean, that's the other thing, Ryan. I told you, I uh, I did martial arts for a significant portion of my life. No, uh, ah. Yet more reason to be confused as to why you like UFC of all things. Uh. 
he can't pay teenagers to fight behind the Circle K at this moment. I mean, it's like MMA, but it's, you know. Mm. Listen, man, you can only (laughs) instigate so many bum fights before you have to watch somebody else put them together. (laughs) That's fair. It really is the next generation of bum fights. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I was there in the day watching that shithead Kimbo Slice put on his backyard fight. Yeah. Wow, I haven't heard. Mm. Forgot about Kimbo Slice a long time. A Kimbo, very Mm -hmm. very large man. And now he's down in hell making demons fight each other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I I remember uh, I was have never really been big into like watching fights or anything like that. But I do remember a video circulating uh, of a Kimbo Slice fight. Like, and it looks like it's in someone's front lawn. And it, he just has that someone in a actually, right? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> it, it certainly could have been. It looked like dilapidated mm-hmm. America. So Hammond <laughs> or Detroit, take your pick. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he's <laughs> like, got this dude in, in a hold and he is repeatedly, and this guy is much smaller than him, than him. He's repeatedly punching him clearly as hard as he can in the kidneys. And mm. I'm just like, that that man is going to die. I'm that's yeah. that's just one of those fights I'm about to watch someone die. That probably hits home now with the kidney stones that he had, right? <laughs> oh, you know, when you hear that, you're like, Jesus. Now, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, you're you like, know, what it's... are you doing? He's got oh. stones. <laughs> he needs that. <laughs> it, it makes me realize just how susceptible to pain those internal bits of your body are. Like mm-hmm. y- you ne- would never even think about it. And and I you know talked about it on the on the podcast last week but like the they even the doctor said that the the worst part of it is when the stone's passing from the kidney to the bladder because mm-hmm. that tube that it goes through is so small and i'm not supposed to be feeling these things that's there's so you, much you. pain there mm-hmm. well i had prostatitis um i kind of got a yeah so we, we could talk about this right sure of course um, yeah, a catheter. Right, right. I was having, this was about maybe eight years ago. I was having a hard time peeing. And I'm like, okay, well, what's, what's going on here? I went to the doctor, like, oh, it's just, just prostatitis. You'll be fine. You take some medication. Did that about a week later. Same thing. What the fuck? Um, so I actually saw a different doctor where he, uh, he put a camera up there. So I'm kind of trying to, you know, be on the same page as you. It felt like, you ever see that movie Fire in the Sky? Yes. So you're awake and they're putting that through your urethra. And once they pass that part, you're talking about that. I was like, I, yeah. this is the worst. This is the worst <laughs> thing ever. So, and he's like, no. Nope. He's like, yeah, it looks good. Everything's fine. You're good to go. I'm like, okay. Went home and, you know, took and a shower. Yanks it out like a rip cord. You're fine. Oh my God. Yeah. My insides just came out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Chronic prostatitis. <laughs> what you got? Uh-huh. God damn, dude. Yeah, and it was like an umbrella. Then I started floating around the top right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, nurse, please mm-hmm. indicate on the notes that I did, in fact, let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, none of that shit is fun. Like, it's you don't even realize that any of that those those bits are sensitive until something goes wrong mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden it's the worst <laughs> fucking pain in the world prior to that the worst yeah. pain i'd ever had was tooth pain this absolutely is worse than tooth pain mm. 
Tooth Pain's pretty shitty though. Tooth Pain is Tooth definitely pretty shitty. But not yeah. the worst, but it's up there. Ooh. It it definitely sucks. So uh what's been going on in uh the news as of late? I feel like uh I no longer have a firm grasp on time or concepts of thereof or um uh, ideas of like what the fuck we talked about last week and what happened in the interim. Well, our draft house officially went uh, bankrupt. Yeah, they're filing for bankruptcy, so that really sucks. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're closing, no. though. Chapter 11, they're just restructuring and trying to get away from debts and all that sure. good stuff. We'll see if that means that they stay in Arizona or not. Uh, And as I understand, that's exclusive to the three in Arizona. That is not Mm -hmm. Alamo Drafthouse at large. That is the three in Arizona that uh, have filed for bankruptcy. Um, Which makes me so sad. It's the best (laughs) freaking movie theater around. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I I did see something some something had some talks about Amazon trying to buy out AMC. Yeah, I saw that too. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Uh, that would mm-hmm. be really interesting. Um, well, AMC did the whole thing. What was it a couple weeks ago where they weren't doing Universal movies anymore? Right? Yeah. 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 Amazon's gonna buy them and then show Universal movies. Yeah, <laughs> what a that's kind of yeah. Joke. Like, will go through the back door and kind of do one of those, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I can see them wanting to do that, especially because they're expanding like their original movies and stuff like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and uh, I, I heard Alamo the started PS5 their own Netflix? Alamo started their own streaming service uh, oh, in partnership they? with another company, and it's more so it's uh, they've got employee picks and things like that that are uh, they're they're basically kind of compensating for the lack of any film um festivals this year uh since Mm -hmm. everything has had to be canceled so a lot of things that were you know in the lineup for Cannes and for you know all these different film festivals are going to start popping up on this alamo streaming service uh so you can rent you know uh all these these movies that are recommendations and there's a lot of really cool you know out there obscure shit on there so uh i think um, while it may have been inspired by, you know, the situation that we're all in right now, uh, I, I ho- certainly hope that it's something that becomes that sees enough success to continue on through the end of, of all this, because a lot of these types of films don't get the exposure that they deserve. Um, right. You know, it, you've only got I mean, I could probably name a handful of friends who are film festival friends who go off to the film festival, you know, all the time. And, but what comes out of those is a very small select, you know, maybe one or two movies, you know, you'll hear about did well at Cannes or did well at wherever did well at Sundance and the rest gets ignored completely. So if this shines a light on a lot of that independent cinema, I think that would be fucking amazing. Would be cool. A lot of others are kind of, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Now I was going to say, uh, drive-ins have kind of, I guess the number's been going up, obviously, because of this yeah. going on. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the uh, idea of drive-ins being, making a return would be the coolest shit in the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. That'd be fucking awesome. I'd go to a drive-in movie theater. I know. Yeah, uh, but they got any, anybody, you guys? Out, out, uh, I no? think so. I'm not really sure. Yeah, one, I think there's only five in, in the whole states, actually. Yeah. We, only, yeah. we had one in Tempe for a while, but... Mm-hmm. 
But I don't. I think it went out of business, right? Is in Glendale, I think. I know some um, stadiums uh, across the country are starting to be repurposed as drive-throughs or drive-ins. Oh shit! Drive-ins, wow. Drive yeah, <laughs> just you know, drive uh, movies. Everyone, you everyone, can only see five minutes of it. You know, it, you're like, you okay, watch a movie car. like NASCAR. Just keep turning left. You'll catch right, a scene right. as yeah, you yeah. come <laughs> around, <laughs> and you all get together and take notes after that and see if you get the script right. You're like, put the whole movie together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Memento, right? You know, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Actually, that, I think some, I think people going, <laughs> some people are going in reverse and seeing the movie and rewind, and they hear demons though. They see demons because they're watching the movie backwards. <laughs> but um, no, but yeah, I guess yeah, Nolan's liminal voice that's telling you to kill yourself. The entire right, time. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think Nolan's pulling the movie until uh, shit. I mean, it was supposed to come out. Was it Ten? It's the new one that he's got. I think. Uh, what did I hear? I think maybe I heard that like theaters are just going to wait till there's actually a couple of blockbusters. You know, there's that coming out. I don't know what else, but. Hmm. You know, maybe maybe July they'll do fifty percent capacity or whatever, and uh, yeah. Well, I I, something that's interesting, and this is not going to be interesting to anyone in this uh, video besides me. Uh, but the Hamilton musical uh, is going to be getting a uh, oh yeah, uh, direct to Disney oh, yeah. Plus. Yeah, it's going direct to Disney Plus. It was supposed to, but it was supposed to come out in October of twenty twenty one in theaters. They were gonna they were doing the live uh-huh. the live uh, original cast uh, production as a movie and they were going to do it in theaters in October, 2021, but they moved it up to July of this year and are making it and, um, it just yeah. directed Disney plus. So, uh, July 3rd. Yeah. I'm still waiting for, uh, them to do a book of Mormon movie. I still haven't seen it, but, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what Matt and Trey are doing. Yeah. Book of Mormon's fantastic. That's it's what hilarious. I hear from everybody. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one that I've been meaning to catch for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, to your point on uh, the um, theaters opening up half capacity mm-hmm. uh, and stuff, yeah. something I want to um, talk about very, very briefly and put into perspective for people um, is that operating at half capacity for a lot of businesses means the business is going to fail. Yeah. Um, yes. So, uh, for example, most bars can't operate at half capacity um, mm-hmm. because they're, you know, like... Bars bank on those big nights that like that are going to pay the bills uh, normally in a normal month. So operating at half that means not meeting those bills. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that a lot of other businesses operate on thin margins as well, because we we, all these businesses, businesses have to in order to stay competitive. So operating at half Mm -hmm. capacity means forcing yourself to make half the money. And right, only right. pay for half your bills. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you got to rent too. So yep. are they, uh, they, I know they put a stop with like, well, a, a temporary stop or what? Three months for, for a lot of different, uh, yeah. Or stuff like that. Yeah. So, but that um, is not, uh, speaking, back, speaking as a business owner, that is not, um, uh, something that has carried over to businesses. It's for there, individuals. So, isn't there a big small uh, business loan that you can get right now? Like a, uh, that like, has been to... completely given out. There, they have yeah, no money left in that. So that was the frustrating thing about that, right? 
it was completely limited. It was like a small business lottery more than it was a small business loan. Yeah. Like it was just mm. a feeding frenzy and you had to hope you got some of that. And if you didn't go fuck yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like uh, I know that the company that I work for managed to get on that. Cause I have a, I have a sweet little temporary pay, pay raise until July. And then I know that BRI got one of those too. Yes. And so, there are uh, two versions of this loan. There's the PPP and there's just a general loan. Uh, the PPP is forgivable if you keep your your if you keep paying your staff. So the purpose of it is mm-hmm. to keep your staff off of oh, unemployment. Mm. All right. So but uh, well, yeah, that that was all gone like pretty much immediately. If, if basically it, you, you had a fast lane if you already had a relationship with an SBA uh, bank, like a bank that did uh, SBA mortgages, because all the SBA does is, or not mortgages, but SBA loans, all the SBA does is tie you, they connect you with a bank, a partner bank that facilitates uh, a loan with SBA guidelines. And so if you don't already have that relationship uh, then uh, you were kind of pushed to the back of the line when uh, these businesses started uh, signing up for these loans. So if you already had a relationship with one of these businesses uh, for this express purpose, then you had a direct line and your loan was processed immediately and you got it. So that's why you <laughs> saw a lot of these larger companies that don't, like while they technically fall under the uh, qualifications on an individual location basis, they're much larger entities in reality that were not, you know, intended to be receiving these loans. Stuff like, uh, I think Shake Shack was one of them, um, who, you know, came under heavy fire because they're a very, you know, well-off company. They've got plenty of fucking money. But because they employ fewer than 500 employees per location they got to qualify which is fucking stupid oh, wow. yeah yeah they yeah. Uh, they they stole the, the money out of uh, out of the hands of people that actually needed it for their own gain yeah mm-hmm. yep so um which is uh definitely a bummer because uh it's certainly make gonna make things more interesting once once we can all go outside again yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh, uh in other less depressing news, there are cool <laughs> oh. there are cool people that are going to be in the second season of The Mandalorian. Yes, yes there have oh been some God. good announcements on that. Like Walter Goggins. Timothy uh, Olyphant. I'm sorry, Timothy Olyphant, not Walter Goggins. Oh, <laughs> Goggins <is> great, man. <laughs> <I'm about today. laughs> it's over two there, man. Uh, yeah, it, it, Goggins is on. great in the, uh, what was it, the, the last um, Danny McBride show, him and uh, uh, Righteous Jeff. Oh that? yes, oh, the yeah. Righteous Gemstones I, I, is amazing. I saw a little bit of it. I haven't finished it, dude. Uh, it's it's too much, man. Mm-hmm. That movie's great. Or, uh, and then uh, uh, Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, Katie yep. Sackhoff is going to be uh, the uh, she she's going to be playing a character from Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars, which is fucking sick. Nice. I I, I do like that that they're. I know you, you mentioned this last week, but uh, that they are really are kind of doubling down on that. Like, let's bring mm-hmm. all the stuff into one spot now. Yeah, they they announced that. Basically, they've announced three or four of the characters from Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Clone Wars are going to be in uh, Mandalorian now. We've got uh, uh, Bo Katan, who's the leader of the Mandalorians. Um, 
we uh, potentially we're, we're going to have one of the one of the um, huts from Star Wars Clone Wars. He's going to be in it. Hmm. And then uh, not confirmed, but it's pretty much uh, it's 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 rumored heavily. And because of the other characters that are going to be in uh, Sabine, who's one of the main characters in Rebels, looks like she's going to be in it as well. Yeah, so, I mean, it I'm makes sense. It, like, take the the two best written Star Wars properties of the past decade and bring them together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It also makes sense because Dave Filoni is the executive producer sure. and a director on Mandalorian as well as the creator of uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. <laughs> sure. Uh, makes me wonder if, uh, my old, uh, my, my voiceover teacher, uh, will end up with, uh, a role in one of those, um, uh, Steve Bloom. Uh, that would be fucking yeah. cool. Shout out to the Bloom, huh? Yeah. Where was he, this at? Uh, just, uh, remote. Uh, I, I have had two, uh, uh, I've taken two, uh, voice acting classes and mm-hmm. uh, one was with uh, Steve Bloom, who did uh, the voice, uh, the English voice of uh, Spike Spiegel. He was in Star Wars Rebels uh, Not and, and, other and things. things like that. And uh, yeah, a billion other things like he was Tom the robot on Toonami in, in the uh, 90s and, and 2000s, mm-hmm. the, the little between the shows robot. And I like um, fat Tom better. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, my other uh, voice acting teacher is uh, Chuck Huber, uh, who was the voice of uh, Android 17 um, in uh, Dragon Ball Z. And uh, he basically works for Funimation. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, that one was a much more intensive hands-on uh, course, like over three weeks, uh, three classes a week. And oh, uh, wow. we produced a final project and, and all kinds of stuff, so... Mm. He's also was that, uh, <laughs> was that up north or was that uh, when you're still living down it's, it's right out now? here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All, always remote classes, you know, just do mm-hmm. zoom calls and stuff. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Be cool, man. And mm-hmm. already like one of my classmates from the Chuck Huber class is now in a Funimation uh, production. Um, oh, nice. I can't remember what it's called, but it's uh, it, like Fire Force or something like that. And uh, it, it's just and or crazy, just absolutely crazy. Like within a year of us finishing our class, she got t- uh, brought on by Funimation. Um, That's fucking cool. Unfortunately, Funimation doesn't hire anyone outside of Dallas, Fort Worth. So because mm. that's where they're based. It's really fun there. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just like, get a what's the most box fun box? place to go to Fort Worth. <laughs> I don't know, man. A, a decent music scene. Riverboat gamblers are from out there. And yeah, there you go. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, pretty, uh, pretty sure Houston's better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all that's right, all I, I got. <laughs> hey, that worked. Shout out to them. It's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, it's close to Austin and Austin's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it, if by close, you mean still about six hours away. Texas is huge. It's close on the map, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is it is closer closer to to Austin than other parts of Texas are. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only 3 hours away, okay? Well, this okay. is a fact. <laughs> That's nothing. You can skate there. It's fine. 3 oh, hours. Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> or if you're from Austin, you're a fixie bike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to segue. I think. Oh, my God. That would there. be miserable mm-hmm. 
if it was on a fixie, the fucking the pedals are just gonna. If you're like, because in order to do that in any real time, you got to grab onto a vehicle, right? So you're on a fixie, you grab onto a vehicle, and the pedals are just at you know the second you put your 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 legs down, you're at risk of breaking your legs. By the way, Tim, when you said I'm gonna segue, I thought you were basically telling us to oh, shut the, the fuck up. <laughs> oh, the next bit? I have something to say. Like, no, no, a segue. I'm a, a segue, segue into... away from this fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is fucking Christ, It's really He's actually standing up to record and he just reverses on his segue and leaves the podcast. <laughs> 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 I'm a segue out of this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then um, it's just like Mike Tyson riding the hoverboard and you watch him slip and fall over and slam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyson, he's fighting again soon, isn't he? Isn't he doing a... Um, Seriously? No. Vander Holyfield, right? I think so. I, <laughs> I'm Is not a boxing real? guy, but I mean, I saw clips. Yeah, I saw clips. He's, what, he's 53. I mean, he, I don't know anything about boxing, but he looked, he looked quick. He looked good. But yeah. after he ar- he already ate part of Evander Holyfield, he has to eat the rest now. Is that is that well, what's I going on here? I believe he's got a different The wizard's instructions were specific. Yeah. <laughs> His powers are draining. He needs another ear to get back to where he's at. He's really 120 years old. So he feasts on ears is what he does. There's only one way to create Mike Holyfield, and he must consume the whole Holyfield. <laughs> the Holyfield. The, the, ah. It's it's the it's not just the pigeons that make him stay young. It's the eating ears. That's the real cure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's be fair. When he said he wanted to eat his children, just the children's ears. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, come on, he's a good guy. Hey, you know, you can still see without your ears. It's just a hole in the side of your head. It's just it's just right, not. Right. A, it's not as good at determining where sound comes from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, he's a saint, if you ask me. Yeah, he could be doing a lot of work. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Little that- did we know Mike Tyson's actually been around since uh, 200 years ago, and he just has subsisted on ears to keep his uh, <laughs> keep him immortal right, right, throughout yeah. all time. <laughs> The fact that he still has a career uh, disgusts me, to be perfectly honest. Uh, the fact that he has, you know, even become like a laughable bit of a joke thanks to the hangover or, you know, uh, any amount of things. The the, the rape, the uh, uh, brutalism, the fucking eating of ears, um, mm. the fact that his career, it, th- none of that has broken his career blows my mind and disappoints me a great deal. I mean, to be fair, after eating the ear thing, his fights kind of dried up for quite a while. I think he was only brought back into the public consciousness as a joke in. Right. um, Yeah. And this is kind of the same concept we just applied to UFC fighters being shitty. Like, nobody cares how shitty they are as long as they can kick ass. Yeah. uh, going to be the same thing with Mike Tyson. Like, as long as he can come out swinging, nobody's going to give a shit what he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that Irish fighter's <sighs> name again? Like Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah. McGregor, yeah. I mean, how many things, how many shitty things has he done in the last 10 years and he all continues getting fights? The shittiest thing he did was uh, come out with that proper 12th whiskey because it tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then I've got a real bad news for you for your birthday brother <laughs> i i uh, specifically sought out conor mcgregor's whiskey 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. Look, don't worry. I mean, either way, you know, I get a good birthday <laughs> gift because because that means I can just bash it over your head <laughs> and pour the whiskey on the ground. Now, your your birthday is tomorrow. Yes. Oh, happy birthday, buddy! Thanks. The youngest of us. The youngest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the baby. Twenty-seven. Only forty. Twenty-seven. Wow. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Like the Marlboros. What was that? Anything planned? You probably just gonna chill it. I mean, I'm uh, I'm having dinner with my folks tonight. Um, but other than that, yeah, nothing else planned tomorrow. I'm just gonna fucking sit at my house and stare at the wall. Probably, you know, just uh, another day. It's (laughs) a fun fun thing to do to stare at the wall. Mm -hmm. Watch it. It's it's a full appointment. Like every time I open my phone, it's like, well, what am I doing at three p.m.? Stare at the wall. Am I doing? Yeah, I can't. I can't squeeze you in here. here. No. Ah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, baseboard damage by how they re- relate, effectively uh, relate to the music I like. Between <laughs> four and five o'clock, I get a five-minute break to go take a shot, but then I have to get right back to staring at the wall. <laughs> you need to be stared at. I hear you. Yeah, don't be vigilant when you're staring at a wall. You know, you gotta, yeah, yeah. You gotta give it your all. You know, those things mm-hmm. can jump away from you anytime. He's got to keep that mm-hmm. shirt on. The only thing that's yeah, different about tomorrow and any other days, he's going to draw a picture of a cake on it with his own blood, and then he's <laughs> sit there and watch it. No, then he could live another year. Is <laughs> <laughs> yep. that your your annual? <laughs> you know, it, this this year is my last chance to attempt to join the twenty seven club. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed, buddy. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. <laughs> you got this, man. You got it. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> we believe in you. We all have your back. <laughs> what do you got behind you, man? Is that a? I can't read that. Is that a V kit or no? Yeah, it's your, a drum set there. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, it's it's very nice. I uh, I I haven't had it for very long, but uh, it's it's radical. Um, nice. I, I absolutely love it. I'm thinking about getting one. Just something. I don't know. Something cheap. I don't have to spend too much money just to kind of. Get some chops going. Not much of a drummer, but uh, you know. I fun. mean, only one way to to become one. Right, right. Kill mm-hmm. one and take his place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eat another drummer. Clearly. <laughs> so See, this. Well, I think so I, I can stare at his wall. <laughs> yeah, I think I have a solution for the both of us because if I'm looking to join the Twenty Seven Club and you're looking to become a drummer, you can come out here, kill me, and eat me, so I become part of the Twenty Seven Club, and you become a drummer. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, there wow. it is. Oh, it's put, put that in your phone simple. right after you're looking at the wall. So, you know, <laughs> take, take the wall thing out of there, cancel the wall, look at, and then be murdered by him. My, my problem is, I'm not sure. I might be booked all the way through to being 28 to stare at the wall. So I don't know if I'm gonna have any time. <laughs> we, hey, hey, we got a full year, man. Got a full year. So I mean, if it's yeah, yeah. If it's the last day of it, so be it, right? I I'll, I'll think about trying to cancel some of these appointments. They are very near and dear to my heart, but I'll try <laughs> just for you. Well, you know, just keep, keep me in the back of your head, you know? So you got, uh, you got it. We mm-hmm. have gotten to the end of the podcast and oh, uh, that means it's time for our ask Reddit question. Um, this is not the question that I'm going to pose, uh, but it's one that made me chuckle. Uh, and specifically I need to come back to because I need to read these comments. Um, Pornhub fans, have you ever hit the share on Facebook button and why? Good question. That's a very mm. good question. The fact that Pornhub wow. has shares share buttons really, really has always I made mean, me chuckle. They would. They're they're so fucking ridiculous. Like every time <laughs> I hear about their social media stunts. Oh, dude, like, what they do like, with their analytics. 
was hilarious. That was one of my favorite, like, dumb marketing things I've ever heard. <laughs> what they do with their analytics is absolutely brilliant. Um, hmm. But wow. in, so, yeah, no. instead, ahead, I will ask you, what is the most fitting case of vigilante justice you've ever heard of? Hmm. Oh, definitely. The, the fucking dude who got uh, arrested for hitting like 27 pedophiles over the head with a hammer. Hell <laughs> I, I, I haven't heard that one. I that hadn't heard that either. It, it was some dude who got arrested and he was, I think he was using a ball peen hammer to beat rapists to death, like child rapists. Um, God, what, wow. what was his name? God, someone, yeah, someone there, needs to a, make a movie out of that. Like, right. That's a, I mean, I just, I see like the Superman symbol, but just a hammer crushing a head. <laughs> that's a, that's that's a a Coen Brothers film if I ever heard of one. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah uh, no, I'm new to me, man. Vigilante justice, huh? Um, Anchorage man who attacks sex offenders sentenced to twenty three years in prison. Um, yeah, wow, holy shit! How many was it? He attacked like three registered sex offenders. Um, yeah, seven. Hmm. Yeah, it's not uh, I, not I, as I, many, I, but still, still good. You know. It's still a lot. I've seen a few instances of a very similar situation where dad walks into a his his daughter getting sexually assaulted and immediately grabs closest weapon and beats the shit out of the dude who's doing the assaulting, and then they get off for uh, any kind of assault because it's like self defense kind of thing. Sure. But even the ones where it ended with the dude like being brain dead, where it was like, okay, he went overboard and honestly mm-hmm. could have been arrested and sent to jail for uh, right. att- attempted manslaughter. They he they basically got off because of uh, it was like thinking about the situation. I, I always enjoy those kind of stories. It yeah. always make me feel a little. I'm gonna happy. I'm gonna go with me. Last week, <laughs> I was Ooh. driving and. I came to a complete stop and a car next to me did not come to a complete. He did the whole rolling. Right. So I looked at him and I just kind of did a like <laughs> one of those, you know, like oh, man, it's my own heart right there. Come on. Come on, buddy. Right. <laughs> really, you know? um, we have a fucking hero on the podcast right I now. Felt, <laughs> I felt pretty good. I felt pretty good the rest of that day. I mean, I was patting myself on the back. I, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta put him in his place. You know, is, you gotta let him know what he did. Is your cape in the mail? Bravo, bravo. It is in the mail. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I do have to add after that, um, even though I say fucking up sex offenders is a cool thing to do, he says don't do it because it ruined the rest of his life because he's going to be in prison forever. So, you know, of course. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I of have, course. I have to at least stipulate, uh, hey, he does he's probably not a hero in prison, that. though. Probably. Probably. Yeah, no one's, no one's going to never. I've never won. I've always wondered if that was an urban legend or not. Like, do people actually. Uh, like, will you actually be a hero in prison if you beat up sex offenders or pedophiles? Mm-hmm. Or is that just if the like movies a, taught me anything? Yeah. 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 You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, the uh, the other inmates build you a throne out of the corpses of other sex offenders They build you a throne out of all of the cigarettes that they collectively smuggled up from an ass. Guys, let's, let's all go to prison. This sounds fun. Yeah. Really you know? good time, right? <laughs> Is this not a movie? Let's go to prison. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> um, for me, I think I think the uh, uh, any instance of uh, a uh, Nazi or neo-Nazi getting punched 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that is a, a very important thing to do in life in general is punch mm-hmm. Nazis. Um, there we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, I think those are those are the moments that that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Make to feel all warm inside. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not, as, probably not as warm inside as when he waggled his finger at that guy who didn't stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, unbelievable. You kidding me? <laughs> Man. <laughs> I got a little, I got a little, little high on my high horse there. Was, yeah. The last thing anyone, anyone like, you know, that, that you've done something wrong when you're being chastised mm-hmm. by a keyboardist. Only thing worse is if a bassist did it. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I can I can see it. I can see you there. You know, you 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 waggle your finger at this guy and you lean back in your seat just like, oh my god, I've never felt such euphoria in my life. <laughs> this is oh, what God feels euphoria. like. A see, rainbow yeah. just ends in mm-hmm. his car. Whereas whereas <laughs> me I am a suburban god. <laughs> whereas, whereas me being a bass player would have looked at the guy and it gone. I get it, dude. I'm late to band practice too. Yeah. Hey, hey it's cool. It's fun, man. <laughs> yeah, the band plays without me every time. They told me it's not that big of a deal. Ah, <laughs> uh, bass player jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks, Tyler, you guys got uh, got uh, oh. thoughts? I gave um, I gave mine. Oh, did you? I keep with literature, so I'm just like, oh yeah, there's that 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 guy who went to prison for a bunch of years because his friend set him up and then married his girlfriend. But that's the kind of Monte Cristo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, let me think. Man, uh, when Boo Radley helped up. <laughs> <scout. laughs> oh wait, that's To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> um, shit, man. Uh, World War Two. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's gonna do it thank you everyone for watching and or listening we'll see you next week Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. Hey, I'm Bert from The Burt Show. You have people on a show that really don't like morning shows. Blair said, I think I'm falling in love with you, and I went... Why take initiative when you can take a net? I like keeping it real, and I like keeping it gross. <laughs> so we created a show that we really wanted to hear. It's real, and it's funny, and we will talk about our personal lives. We're not scared of anything. I'm on the phone with your husband, Bart, and he says, I love you. I'm not <laughs> sure that I gave him a confident enough I love you back. And I do have feelings for him. I, I think I'm falling in love with him. What I love most about this show is everybody's vulnerability. And though our perspectives may be different, working together is actually fun. We put the fun and dysfunction. I think it's unlike anything that you've heard before. The Bird Show. Listen to this show on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast, 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 Acast recommends. recommends.